0: the nhl draft is next week who do experts have the minnesota wild selecting with their right now only first round pick we take a look today on locked on wild you're locked on wild your daily podcast on the minnesota wild part of the locked on podcast network your team every day What's happening everybody? Welcome to another episode of Locked on Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. And just as a reminder, Locked on Wild is free and available wherever you listen to your podcasts. On today's episode of Locked on Wild, we take a look at how some of the latest mock drafts for the nhl draft coming up next week have the minnesota Wild picking see who they are projected to pick and some gripes as to those possible selections today's episode is brought to you by bet online bet online has you covered this season with more props odds and lines than ever before bet online where the game starts My name is Seth Topol, host of Locked on Wild, veteran Minnesota sports content producer and uh, host of the Locked on Wild podcast. Happy to have you along for today's episode. And uh, we're talking mock drafts because the NHL draft is coming. It is getting very close. And so I wanted to just take a look to see how things are as of right now playing out for the Minnesota Wild. One pick in the first round currently, but uh, that certainly could change. Uh, sitting at uh, pick twenty-four as of right now. And as I was going through trying to compile to uh, to get some patterns, well, we get to start with the uh, the pattern that uh, is the one that kind of had me annoyed. It's probably the best way to put it. Um, we'll start with the athletic who did a full. Uh, I think two-round mock draft, and so uh, you got the best of the best there in terms of uh, Corey Pronman uh, amongst others with uh, with coverage at the Athletics. So um, feel like we can pretty confidently say that uh, those guys know what they're doing. And so uh, looking at that mock draft, the pick by Corey Pronman has the Wild at 24 taking Denton Mataychuk. Uh, left-handed defenseman from Moose Jaw of the WHL. Uh, reasoning being, Minnesota saw as much of Chuck as anyone with prospect Damon Hunt as his teammate on Moose Drop. They've drafted a lot of defensemen recently, but you can never have too many, especially when they are high-end skaters who can make plays like he can. But the sequitur, that all sounded fine. But the final bit of it, is the one that uh, I had some issues with, even though he lacks size. Well, I think it's safe to say that that is probably not a route. I would recommend that the Wilds go. And that's not to say that uh, Matai Chuck is not a, a tremendous talent. Don't we have enough examples of undersized defensemen on this team as we sit currently? The other thing, too, is that he is a left-handed shot. And if I look at the roster right now, um, Jonas Brodeen, Alex Goligosky, Dmitry Kulikov, John Merrill, Jacob Middleton, all left-handed shots. Now, Does that make as much of a difference? I have more of an issue with the undersized component uh, than anything because I think if we uh, looked at some of the issues for the Minnesota Wilds uh, in their series against the St. Louis Blues, it was the lack of size, which is exactly why the team went out and got Jacob Middleton to help beef up that decor. And so not super jazzed about the potential to just add another undersized component to it, at some point, you just have to stop addressing that area in that particular way. And so that was the first one that I even looked at. (laughs) And so had to try to find... Uh, a couple of others. And so I go to uh, Odds Checker, uh, who took a look at uh, the first couple of rounds. And I go to the pick for the uh, the Wild at 24. And it, again, is Denton Matajchuk of uh, Moose Jaw, the WHL. Minnesota's defense consistently showed an inability to contribute within the offensive zone in 2021. I... okay... Uh, the Wild draft Denton Matichuk out of the WHL as a more undersized defenseman with a playmaking ability to create more scoring chances on their defensive rotations. I mean, I would say that that was one of the areas for the Wild's defense that was a strength is that they helped out... Um, on offense, I would say the more I would say on the actual defensive side of things was where the Wilds defense struggled. So again, not super thrilled with the uh, the possibility of of that. And again, this is not an indictment of the player. It's more so the theme that is is the issue for me is. Th- size is a critical component uh, for NHL teams in the wilds over the last couple of years, have been a team that has not really had as much size as other teams in the league can boast and it has hurt them. So to hear that the wilds are going to potentially go in and add another undersized option to that, not super thrilled at that possibility. So, If that is the option for the wild at number 24 or one of the options, I would certainly hope that they go in a different direction um, than that because mainly I don't know that outside of the size uh, component, I don't know that I don't know how much of a need defense is. It's lower on the list than other areas, I would think, for this team. So uh, we will take a look at some of the actual needs for the Minnesota Wilds as we continue today's episode of Lockdown Wild. after this. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. You can find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's Stanley Cup Playoffs, and Major League Baseball. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, including live betting, eSports, and scores. And BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. So head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends, and the action. You can find all that and more at Online, where the game starts. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild, once again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. Taking a look at how the Wild are looking in some uh, mock drafts with the NHL draft coming up next week, we talked about how uh, first one that we found had the Wild taking uh, Den Matajchuk undersized defenseman and I'm not super thrilled about that possibility so uh, we continue to try to find um, some more options uh, for him now another mock draft has the Wild taking and I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly Luca Del Belous. He is uh, a center uh, left winger in the OHL, 6'1", 178. Um, and a couple of quotes on his, uh, his game. And again, this one is not super inspiring. Uh, Del Bell Beluse has a massive season, has had a massive season for the Steelheads, currently leading all OHL draft eligible players in scoring. His puck skills and timing in the offensive zone have elevated him into the discussion as a potential first-round pick in the NHL draft. Okay, I like how that sounds. Puck skills and timing. Um, And, you know, you look at some of his numbers, he had 30 goals in the OHL this year and 76 points in 68 games. So, uh, made a massive leap. Um, And, you know, that certainly is intriguing for uh, a potential pick for the Wild. With the 24th overall pick. However, then we get to uh, Sam Cosentino of Sportsnet, who said he plays both sides effectively, will need to add weight and strength to steepen the developmental curve. Again, I it's pretty evident that uh, the Wilds at the trade deadline addressed the area of size as a need for this team. And so, yes, it's certainly easy for players to bulk up and, um, and add that portion to their development. But I just, I, in reading some of these, it's just, it's pretty evident that, um, that some publications didn't really pay a whole lot of attention to, uh, what the wild need. And, um, how they can get that through the NHL draft. So not super thrilled about that possibility as well. Now, if we look at um, some of the other players that are taken right around the 24th pick, um, there are some uh, other, there are some centers around there because I think if we flip it back, I think center is the number one need for this wild team. You look at a couple of guys on this team that are not true centers. Ryan Hartman and Freddie Goudreau, although Goudreau will be moving um, probably to wing or to fourth line center. um, Really, your only natural centers on the team are Jewel Eriksson-Eck right now and then Marco Rossi once he is elevated to the roster. So I would say... That center is probably the top need for this team uh, heading into the NHL draft, and so um, you look at some of the centers around pick 24 uh, that would potentially be there they uh, at 28 in the athletics mock draft, uh, again Luca del Bell Um is, is another option. Philip Bystet of uh, the Sweet, of Sweden is uh, is another one at twenty nine to Edmonton. Um, and if you go back up to twenty two, Jiri Kulich um, is another potential center option as well. So I would I would much rather that the Wild take a look at um, at center in this draft, especially in the first round, uh, to come away with a good one to just add to the pool. It's not like it's somebody that you need to come up and have an immediate impact. You know, Rossi is just beginning his NHL career, and so he's going to take one of those center spots himself. Beyond that, the center pool is going to take a little more time to develop, and so, you know, Just keep adding prospects to that area. Um, of all the things, of all the takes that uh, Gabe Foley of Recruit Scouting has had um, over the last few times we've had him on the show, I would say that uh, his take on centers was probably the one that I uh, don't super agree with. So I, I think center is the top, 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 priority for this team heading into the, uh, the NHL draft. Um, beyond that, you know, it's, it's a situation where I think Judd Brackett can just kind of play the board. If he gets a center in round one and then just kind of goes best player available after that, finds some gems, that would be fine with me. I just I would like to see this team come away with a center early on in the process. To add to the prospect pool, so that uh, in a couple of years, once guys like Hartman or Freddie Goudreau um, are are a bit older, maybe have moved off of the uh, the center position, you have guys that can step up and can replace them when the buyouts are at their absolute worst. So that that's kind of what I would uh, would like to see the team do. And you know, to the Athletics' credit, they did zero in on that um, as the Wild's biggest need but it's not breaking any ground we've known that for a while so get a center and I don't know I just I get annoyed by the, the undersized notion because the Wild have a lot of those types of players and so you go up against teams that are bigger and they just they just push you up and down the ice so maybe that would be a spot to, if you have a player, if you have a couple of players you're looking at, one has more size to their game and the other doesn't, lean for the size. That's that's all I'm saying. So uh, it will be interesting to see um, how things play out. We have some uh, special coverage coming up next week as part of the NHL draft, so stay tuned for that. As we finish up, we'll take a look at how some of the other teams that the Wilds could potentially grab a first-round pick from. We'll see who they are selecting in those particular spots as we finish today's episode of Locked on Wilds after this. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. Once again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. Let's go to... A couple of spots uh, of teams that uh, the Wild have talked with that we've talked about that could be uh, potential trade partners for the Minnesota Wild. I would imagine we're going to get some steam on that coming up here relatively soon because either it's going to be a draft night trade or Bill Guerin's going to want to get things established beforehand so that he has some time to work with the additional assets. Uh, that the Wild may get in return for Kevin Fiala. Now, New Jersey Devils, number two pick, probably not uh, up for grabs as we discussed. Uh, so we'll move to the seventh overall pick. Uh, now, this pick in the Athletics mock draft was made by an NHL source and his center, Marco Casper. Uh, Casper is a talented and highly competitive center who saw his stock surge in the SHL playoffs and against men in international play for Austria. Okay. Would be very, very okay with that at pick number seven. At pick 13 from the New York Islanders, again, by an NHL source, Matthew Savoy of the WHL. What Savoy lacks in size, he makes up for with talent, production, and intangibles. (sighs) Again... Not super thrilled on the the undersized aspect, but again, a center would be uh, would be fine with that pick if that is the uh, the route that um, that they go. Uh, the Los Angeles Kings at 19. Now this is this is more of a longer shot, I think. But again, because it seems like a team that was at one point linked. At 19, the Kings select Ivan Miroshinenko of uh, the VHL. He's one of the best players in this draft period and is worth any passport slash health risk at this point. A powerful player and an electric goal scorer. Would also be, would also be intriguing. Now, I'm just going to just for argument's sake. Uh, the Devils pick at 37 in the second round. So, you know, depending on if that pick is in play, uh, in this mock draft, the New Jersey Devils select Tristan Leno, a right-handed defenseman uh, from the QMJHL. I, I just, I don't think that defense is much of a need um, at this point. So I think center's got to be the priority. So, there are some centers that would be available, depending on who the wild end up pairing up with, uh, for a potential Kevin Fiala trade. So there would be options for them. and then if you get if you have two picks in the first round, if you get a center with your first pick, or even if you get a center with your second pick in the first round, then I, I feel like that is, is addressing the position enough early on that you can just kind of take some chances um, on some high upside players throughout the rest of the draft. But center, 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 up top. And uh, I I think Judd Brackett is going to be just fine in in making that happen. Now, to finish off today's episode, I did want to just give a little bit of a shout-out uh, obviously had some news over the weekend in regards to wild prospect Pavel Novak who uh, is dealing with a very, very tough and unfortunate situation. Uh, Novak um, saying on Twitter that uh, he will be stepping away from the uh, the game of hockey for the uh, foreseeable future because uh, he is dealing with um, some uh medical issues uh and so you know just wanted to uh to send well wishes to Novak for that just a a devastatingly tough situation uh for him and so uh hopefully he is able to um get the treatments that he needs uh because you know it's at the end of the day we think of all these players as players prospects but they're people too, and so um, it's going to be something that he will uh, will have to take a lot of time. I, I think they said there was no timetable for uh, his return to the ice, and so um, that is uh, is going to be one worth noting, um, just to make sure that he is uh, is able to um, fully recover and uh, then be back out on the ice. Um, once his health is back um, to where it needs to be. So, prayers up for Pavel Novak. And also, congratulations to the former Minnesota Wilds or Minnesotans who uh, were able to hoist the Stanley Cup this weekend. Darcy Kemper, former Wilds goalie. Also, uh, Nico Sturm. And then the uh, Minnesotan himself, um Eric Johnson getting to uh to finally hoist the Stanley Cup trophy. So congratulations to those guys for uh for winning the cup uh that was dented before the uh the celebration even began. So fun night for the Avs and uh fun to watch that series even though Tampa Bay you know Tampa Bay gave it all they had but that Avalanche team was just way too tough. Uh, for them to contend with. So um, hopefully those guys will bring the cup to Minnesota so that uh, some of us can see it Um, and that uh, hopefully then the Wild will be able to win one here uh, within the next handful of years so that then we finally get our chance to, to hoist one as well. That is going to wrap it up for today's episode of Locked on Wilds. Now that your first listen of the day is done, make sure you head over to the Locked on NHL podcast to get a look at all of the big off-season questions facing the Colorado Avalanche, facing the Tampa Bay Lightning, facing every team throughout the NHL. The Locked on NHL podcast is free and available wherever you listen to your podcasts. Just like Locked on Wilds, we are available wherever you listen, anytime you want to listen. So make sure to give us a follow, and uh, we will keep you up to date on all things Minnesota Wild as we navigate the offseason. We are keeping you up to date with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked on Sports Podcast Network.